Try not to move. Yeah. <laughs> just stand. Just sit just completely sit still. Just like you're a lawn ornament. <laughs> Stay completely still. I mean, if I saw you as a lawn ornament, <laughs> I'd be like, Carrie, <laughs> call the police. Making face like, hey. I'm not supposed to move. My posture's good for a change. It's like, is this your house? It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm my own lawn ornament. I'm just practicing being still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Do you live in a house? Do you live in like a neighborhood? Or? Yeah, I live in a house. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I live in a, on a street that all of the houses look the same. So it's oh, like a it's little brick houses, two story. Yeah. Um, it's a dead end street. People are super nice. We just had a block party. Oh, really? Do you like doing that stuff? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I do. It's it's nice. Everybody there is so friendly, and I am just more skeptical by nature. And though we've lived there for like nine years, yeah, um, it, I'm used to it now. But at first, I'm like, why is everybody so nice? Uh, it's weird. <laughs> that never goes away. <laughs> I've ever been that never goes away. <laughs> yeah, hmm, I'm mm. skeptical of your niceness, but yeah. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if you like. If you have trust issues and you just go like, and everyone's being nice, it's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, you're not always like this. The other shoe's going to drop. And then a lot of the time it never does. <laughs> yeah, it never know? does. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. My yeah. husband and I have this conversation often about how he starts people off at 100 and I start people off at zero. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I guess that's true. Um, what do you mean by uh, 100 and zero? Like, how do you approach someone at a zero? Well, like, I'm always just sort of like, I I take time to read people a little bit more. So, yeah. like, I can kind of see, like, take a temperature, see, are we going to hit it off? Are we not? Whereas he just assumes that everybody is the nicest person in the world all the time. Uh, you know, 50 <laughs> is probably a better place. But, oh, yeah. You know, but it's just sort of like a, hmm, I don't know, just kind of lean back and kind of see and... And he's more like, everybody's great. And then if I happen to have like an intuitive thing where I'm like, I'm not sure about this person. And then it ends up being right. He's always like, damn it. You know, <laughs> oh, why didn't I listen to you? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's my job to read people. Yeah. It's what, what want. pays the bills. Exactly. <laughs> That's why we're so rich. Yeah. yeah. Not really. I didn't want to bring you, I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I see you all the time at the theater with your bling. Right with... <laughs> in my 2005 Prius, uh, driving around. I'd be like, oh my god! Yeah. Like we all go, can she be any more obvious? Right, she's so pretentious. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting out of my 2005 Prius. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Whoa, back, back up. up. I'll give you autographs later. Right. Yeah. Back up. This is very important. I like uh. to park super far away <laughs> so nobody hits my car. Yeah. No, I don't care. I was uh, meeting up with uh, two improvisers. Uh, you know Matt Grant? Yeah. Yeah. Um, me and him are a duo, and we were meeting up with a new coach we're going to have. And I, was, I remember I was telling them, like, I grew up in uh, Monroeville, mm-hmm. and there's this plaza there called the Miracle Mile. Mm-hmm. It's just filled with, like, all, like, you know, Old Navy, Marshall, mm-hmm. Mad Max, all that plaza stuff. And I just remember, like, it would be a hangout for a lot of, like, quote-unquote popular people. Mm. And to have their cars and, like, have their hoods open and just oh talk gosh. about their cars. Yeah. And I remember I, would, I was always the tag-along friend. <laughs> like, the person there, like, be, I would be hanging out with somebody. They'd be on the phone. Like, oh, yeah, dude, well, let's go. Like, yeah, we'll come let's over your it. house. We'll fucking hang out. Then they'll look at me, and then they'll, like, whisper into the phone, and they go, like, hey, uh, can Kramer come? Uh. There's, like, oh, yeah. 
It's like, yeah, dude, you can come, but you can't like sleep over. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thanks me, for but... your partial invitation. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, cool. Neat. <laughs> yeah, but I just remember like, I think I went a couple times, but I was like, oh, this is totally not my scene because mm-hmm. I'm not a car guy. I'm not a car person. Anyway. Like, you know, you say like 2005 Prius. I'm like, that sounds like a reasonable car. <laughs> oh, it's, it's totally reasonable. It's great gas mileage. It's yeah. just, you know, I like not having a car payment, you know? I like yeah. to splash my cash in other places, <laughs> you know? It's not my car. Yeah. Uh, like when you finally pay off your car. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good feeling. It's so good. Yeah. I had to get a new car because mm. I crashed my car uh, back in, I want to say February. Yeah. It must have been rough. Huh? Oh, it, it was. It was very anxiety inducing because like it, it was all new to me doing this, all this adult stuff. <laughs> Everything. A lot of things are new to me. I've been, I was very sheltered. So I'm dealing with a lot of new things. I just remember like. When I had to go through that, I had to call, like, my parents knew how to deal with that stuff because we've gone through a lot of cars in my family. And I just remember the, they were giving me advice, and I, like, called my insurance, mm-hmm. like, the call center. And I was worried about, like, not doing the wrong thing or, like, doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing. And I just forget what happened, but I was just so anxious and just so, I don't know how to describe it. I want to <laughs> say, like, tight or, like, or anything. I wish I could hear the call in, like you calling the insurance company, just to like get the full picture of how uh, that sounded when yeah, you were like, uh, it wasn't my fault. And then this happened. And uh, then this happened. Uh, and, then, and, then, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and they just hung with, no. No, uh, I just remember like I was super anxious and I was, uh, I forget. See, like I completely forget what. Uh, like the different terms for these people. Like I was making a claim, I think. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want this whole conversation to be with yeah. like you being the older person just going like, so what adult thing is this? What adult thing is that? But I just remember like I was like, uh, I was just describing the accident and I was just going like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm just so anxious. I don't want to screw this up. I want to give you all the information. I'm just really worried right now. And the guy... I think his name was Nick or something. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, buddy, you know, like, that's why I'm here. Just, 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 take a breath. Yeah, take a breath. That's like, right. you know, I almost cried. Well, like, I, mean, I was so, like, hey, nervous. The I was, first time, hopefully it's the only time you yeah. have to have a car accident. It yeah. is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. But. And it's also scary to buy a new car and have to pay for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, making car payments again. Mm. I mean, it, it's not super stressful. I just have to save my money. But just, like, you know, just the old routine of walking to the bank give them the thing and then yeah i mean it's not like super stressful i'm not like oh god i have to uh hello here's my money (laughs) i love it when either me or the guest does like (laughs) movements on a podcast nobody can see (laughs) yeah we're shaking our hands nervously okay but uh, I'm talking to Carrie. Is your la- how do you say your last name? McNulty. Okay, mm-hmm. see, I got it right. Yeah. McNulty. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, we've talked a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed your company. You're very Thanks. funny. You see, I feel like me and you could get along super well. <laughs> I think so too. I think we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing yeah, it. We're doing I mean, it right now. I'm having fun right now. <laughs> Okay, but, like, have you always lived in Pittsburgh? No. 
No, I grew up in Tyrone. Where's that? It's a good question. (laughs) It's a little tiny town in between Altoona and State College in Blair County. It's in the middle of the state. It was my goal to get out of there as quickly as possible. Um, And I did. So that was great. Yeah, I moved out of my parents' house when I was 19 and went to college at Penn State. Did you study... uh, What's the what's the major to be a, a therapist, mm. like psychology, or what is... You could do that. At Penn State, they have this uh, real, rehabilitation services and counseling education was my yeah. undergrad. And then I worked for like six and a half years doing case management and yeah. meeting with people in their homes and doing that kind of thing. And then I finally... Well, we lived in Ireland for a year. Really? Yeah. My husband got his master's degree there. That was super fun. And anxiety provoking. (laughs) Why was it anxiety provoking? Just like being in a different... Yeah. Like I, living in Pennsylvania, in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, I was like, oh yeah, wherever you want to move, as long as I can take the dogs, I'm good. Let's do it. And then I was like, they speak English. How hard could it be? Yeah. And then I got there and I was like, uh... <laughs> I'm afraid to leave the house. Really? Yeah, I don't like it just was super stressful. Yeah. Um and it took a few months to adjust and I got a job and then it was good. Um well the job wasn't great, but the people were great that I worked with. Oh, and that's good. Was it like in the, the field you studied in or <laughs> No, my the first job I could find there was in a call center oh. uh working like servicing um savings accounts. So I would always mess up and say, like, you have this many dollars in your account. And then people would get really pissy and be like, don't you mean pounds? And I'm like, oh, sorry. You know, (laughs) I'm American. And they're like, are we outsourcing jobs to the United States now? And I'm like, it's not that bad yet. No, sorry. (laughs) Just made a mistake. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I did that for a while. And that was like, oh, not fun to work in a call center no matter what country you live in. And then I did get a job in mental health there, which was nice. Oh, that was good. A few months, yeah. Yeah. As a therapist? Or? No, it was a in a residential, like a home, where there were five adults that were just kind of reacclimating to life, um, not in a higher level of care. So they were trying to eventually get to live on their own. Yeah. So they all had significant mental health diagnoses, and I was the only person in the house working with them, trying to like get them to the grocery store and do different things like that with them. Yeah. And it was really cool, though. And the people in the house are really great, so... Um, I think I've heard of that like type of work. It's like a tinier like retirement home or Yeah, it was it was mostly younger people with mental health diagnoses, but yeah, it's like just oh, try to get okay. them um on their feet and like make sure they're going to counseling and doing the services that they need to do so that they could eventually live on their own if they wanted to. It's not oh. like hospitalization, but like somebody living in the house with them to help them with day-to-day stuff if they needed it. Yeah, and you'd do it, like, by shifts. Like, you would be there for a couple hours. All day. Yeah. All day. Yeah, luckily, and they were, like, good. They didn't need anybody there overnight. So everybody was pretty independent. It was a pretty fun job. Oh, wow. That's good. I mean, was it ever, like, stressful? I think a few times, yeah. What was really stressful, I love love Northern Ireland, and I love Belfast, but there were still times where um, people who wanted the troubles to continue would make petrol bombs in our um, garden area with our garbage cans, so that was stressful. Like there, What's <laughs> petrol bombs? Like, like gas, gasoline. They would oh. use, like, put that in bottles and light it and throw it. So... Um, yeah, that was a little bit stressful at times when <laughs> you'd be like, uh, you know, you're on your bus and they're like, you have to evacuate or go this way or go that um, way or there's police outside. And yeah, that was... Was it just like kids being assholes or just... A lot like, of the time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, A lot of the time. <laughs> but like kids being assholes there would be like them throwing these lighted petrol bombs at the police. 
So really, yeah, it was pretty hardcore, but <laughs> Ireland <laughs> goes hard. Wow, it goes hard. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I liked it. But yeah, yeah. And but it was just a year. Mm-hmm. What does your husband do? He well, the master's degree he got there was in um, music technology, like sonic arts. Ooh. Which again, everybody's like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Um, but he doesn't <laughs> use, he doesn't use that now. He's a software engineer. So, and he does music on the side. Oh, so. that's cool. Is he in a band or is mm-hmm. he just, really? He is. Oh. Yeah, he's been in a band forever. Um, but the one he's in now currently is called the Adorables. <laughs> and they um, they use more unique instruments. So he plays the ukulele and sings. There's um, an accordion player, a uh, acoustic bass, and they have the percussionist sits on a cajon and plays that. And then they use like an old Samsonite suitcase as the bass drum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that is unique. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I uh, do they have an album or are they just? They have, um, they're starting to do some original stuff. They are an 80s and 90s party band, so they do a lot of covers. Oh, okay. And they've done, like, if you look them up, um, they have their own website, and they've done some, like, fun videos, like, reenacting some of these old 80s songs. So Oh, super that's fun. super cool. Like, what, yeah. what 80s song? Like? Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think of some of the things they've done, and I won't be able to because I'm trying to right now. But the stuff they play out, they'll play... Um, <laughs> this is so funny because I was just there Saturday night and now my brain's like, no, uh, you don't know what they play. Yeah. Um, but like Maniac, Flashdance, they'll play that. Oh, um, okay. They play, they've been doing a little bit more. It's not current, but like they'll do a little bit more rap. So like they do crisscross, jump, jump, which is fun. Oh, yeah. And they'll do, um, they do in excess. They do like, they do all kinds of fun oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's especially unique. I mean... Yeah, I've never heard of a suitcase being a bass drum, so that's a first for me. Where do they play on Saturday? Um, they uh, Right now, they play uh, some gigs at the Oakmont Tavern. Oh, okay. And um, the last summer was great because they were kind of the house band at Arsenal Cider, so the hours were earlier. They would play like five to eight. Um, but that didn't work out this summer, unfortunately. And I was like, man, I am just too old to be out until two in the morning anymore. Oh, you know, really? Yeah. yeah. I can't. It's just hard to hang. So I go, but then I'm like, oh. too tired. Too tired. You're too exhausted. I'm too old. I can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, can't do it anymore. Uh-huh. I don't. You're not old. I mean, you, I'm not young. I you're mean, not I'm, young. I'm 39. You're 39. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's not like yeah, elderly. I mean, but yeah. No, it's not. I don't need to check into a home yet. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but it is It is hard to be out that late. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to be out that late <laughs> at like 27. Oh, I, that was my prime time, man. I was out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Going hard. Yeah. Oh, like, like would you... Uh, how do I wear this? <laughs> Because, like, I would always ask people this just because, like, I'm kind of like when you were describing, like, how you're at a zero, you have to, like, read Mm -hmm. people a lot. And, like, I've been, like, going through that same thing now Mm -hmm. where, like, you know, there'd be times where I'd kind of be like your husband where I would just be like, hey, I want to just be friendly and Mm -hmm. chat chat a lot. But then, like, I know me. I kind of, like, I get exhausted really easily. Mm -hmm. I need to like be alone and like recharge, recharge. Mm -hmm. That's the introvert Mm -hmm. in me. And so like, I sometimes read people more like, or when I'm at work, when I first started at like the job I am now, Mm -hmm. I I was, I would be more jokey and Mm -hmm. joking around. But then like the job is like so miserable. It can like kill your mood. (laughs) 
And so, like, I'm, I'm a little more hesitant on being more talkative. Yeah. I have to, like, read people more. I try to be civil, like I mm-hmm. talked in my last episode with Matt Hartman. What the hell was I going along with this? <laughs> See? I was saying that I used to go hard when I was Yeah, you used to go hard. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I made it yeah. about me. I'm sorry. Hey, no, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, like would you drink a lot? Or would you, mm-hmm. like, would you just bar hop? Well, is that what people... Is that, <laughs> is that what they call it? I went to call? the state college then, and I actually met my husband at a bar because he played in a different band. Ooh. So the old-fashioned way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we met in a bar. Um, but yeah, he used to be in a band called Spider Kelly that's still going in state college, and they are a cover band, and they're awesome. I think they've been going like 22 years. Really? Um, and wow. John was in that for years, and that's how we met. But yeah, he would play at two different bars there, one Friday night and one Saturday night, and it was always, you know from 10 to 2 on both of those nights and I would go a lot of the times both of those nights yeah you know and it was like no big deal because it was like well, I'm 27 that's yeah. not you know whatever <laughs> it's not I have a big energy. deal yeah. yeah I can do that yeah um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know for me I didn't I did drink and do other things when I was in high school but I did not so much whenever I was in my um, undergrad because I got married when I was 23 for the first time and so oh. I was sort of living with that person and like um, I where'd was you, more grown where, up where'd you meet that years. person he was actually my brother's best friend um, oh. yeah <laughs> is it your older brother or yeah, younger brother yeah, okay yeah, my older brother Oh. So, yeah. Um, and so we were not married long. We were together like six years, though. So during that time period, like I was like, wouldn't go out very much, wouldn't do much of anything. And yeah. so we were only married a year. I call it my starter marriage. <laughs> um, and like a lot of lessons learned. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. People get starter homes. I have starter, <laughs> starter marriage. marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what my people do in my family. If you date somebody, you just marry them. That's what happens. Oh, really? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Do, like, a lot of people get, like, married young? Did a lot of pe- people get married young in your family? I don't... I have a cousin that got married younger, and that's going well for her. But for the most part, like, yeah, I guess my brother was kind of young first time he was married. Yeah. Oh, wait, he... Yeah, I told you, it's what we do. Yeah. Um, I'm happy I'm not looking to be remarried. This is a good one. Yeah. Going 14 years. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's way longer than one year. So. But, like, was it, like, really bad, or was it just, like, we're too young? We're um, too young to be married. I, I just don't think we really had anything in common. I don't even think we uh, probably really felt like we should have gotten married, but it was, like, everything was set up, and in my mind, I'm like, this is not an episode of 90210. It's not like we can just tell everybody, hey, we're not doing this, but still, let's have a party anyway, you know? Um <laughs> <laughs> but I could, I could really imagine, like, I know my mindset on the day, and I know that it's not something I should have done. Yeah. Um, and so... Did you have a big church wedding? Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, we really? did the whole big thing. Oh, yeah, God. which is a shame. Do you um, still talk to that guy? No. No? No. No. And really, like, you know, he and my brother aren't really close anymore either, and not so much because of that situation. It's just, like, people, people get change. Yeah. yeah. People, people change, and so, no. Yeah. I don't really... Why would you? Like, you don't have kids. You don't have kids. No, no, no. It was a very clean, like, each of us could just kind of walk away and go do our own thing, which was good. Yeah. 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 Like, when you get divorced and, like, when you're 23, do you still have to... Yeah, you didn't have kids. You mm-hmm. didn't, you didn't. Didn't have a house. Didn't have a house. So like, really, like everything's done with that. Mm-hmm. Really. Yep, I got to change my name back the day I filed, and that was that. Oh yeah, man. yeah. It was a ninety-day 
but it wasn't dramatic. It wasn't just like it was kind of like a mutual thing going. Like, there's nothing really here I mean, like there happening. Was, there was some drama, yeah. but um, I think there wasn't a whole big fight put up about it because <laughs> I don't think he really wanted to be there either. You know, yeah. so it was. It just kind of was like the thing to do, and there had to be some drama, I guess. But it was, you know, <laughs> it wasn't a huge. Yeah, you know, it was just kind of like okay, we're not going to do this anymore, and yeah, it was just cut ties all the best. Now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Peace. Yeah. yeah. Keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> Shook hands. Yeah, exactly. Peace out. Right. You keep it real. I'll, I'll keep, keep it, real. it real. We'll be keeping it real yeah. in separate places and it's going to be great. Yeah. I might check in with you every now and then. If probably not. Re- yeah, probably not. <laughs> Please don't keep it fake. <laughs> keep it real. Keep it real. Oh, God. If all divorces were that mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, totally. It's It's so good that yeah. yeah, there were no kids and none of that stuff. So. Oh, I mean, you still don't have kids, right? Yeah, no. yeah. And you know, that's something you don't want to. That's something I knew I never wanted from the time I was little. Really? Yeah. Like, what was it? What like? I guess uh, <laughs> kids uh, are ask... annoying. No, <laughs> I mean they can be a little bit. Like, like I, I'm thinking about that right now. Like, because mm. you were talking about like people getting married when they're young. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people like I went to high school with, and I graduated. In 2011, okay, I finally started doing the devil horns. <laughs> I got married. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, like, there's a lot of people I graduated high school with. They're getting married and mm. have kids. And there's a couple of people I graduated that have a couple kids. Yeah. And I just go like, oh, I can't do that now. Like, I moved out of my mom's place exactly a year ago, a couple of days ago. And yeah, 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 big deal. Um, Happy moving out anniversary. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, man, should have got myself a cake. You should have. <laughs> I think people should get themselves cakes for more reasons. Oh, like hey, it's Tuesday. You deserve a cake. cake. Yeah. Oh my god, a <laughs> cookie cake. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, no, but like, it's always just a weird thing for me. Like, my parents are divorced, mm-hmm. but like, the, my mom got married. I think it was 1986. They're both born in July. I think she was 23 when she got married. Yeah. And that that to me now is just so weird. But then you get told like, hey, you know, that's just the way it was. You know, Oh, people, my gosh, yeah. People got married when they were young. I mean, did your yeah. parents get married when they were young? My mom got married the first time when she was 19. So she was very young. <laughs> this is a trend. Yeah. This is a thing. She was wow. very young. And then that did not work out well at all. Um, because that guy tried to kill her, so that didn't work out. Oh, my out. God. Yeah, he shot her. Um, but she's obviously still alive. Yeah, still alive. Um, oh and uh, so that didn't end up working out. And then she married my dad. Um, I think she might have been 23 then, because, yeah, that works out math-wise. She had me when she was 26, and my brother's three years older. So, yeah. And then she remarried after that didn't work out my stepdad and i think they've been married like 27 years oh so they're yeah. still together mm-hmm. oh yeah oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah okay <laughs> i know it sounds like a surprise <laughs> no they, they, they are yeah <laughs> third time's a charm like, yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna be like what <laughs> whoa <laughs> i mean like do you talk to your biological dad or is that um, just like uh yeah i talk to him it's definitely been a on and off thing throughout the years like there's definitely been a big chunk of time where we didn't speak um but yeah i mean we you know we don't i wouldn't say we're very close but like yeah i definitely talked and i have nothing no ill will towards him whatsoever or anything like that 
Was there ever a time where you did? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. It, they, it was all just very chaotic um, growing up. And I think my dad left when I was four and my brother was seven. So, you know, there was just a lot of things throughout the years that were just didn't go so great. And I think he had a lot of work to do on himself. And I think oh, he's yeah. in a much better place now. And I think he kind of you know, looks back and maybe there's some things that he's regretful that he missed out on, but it's hard when you're an adult to try to reconnect with a parent. Um, yeah. because like you've already lived your life and set up things the way that it is. And it's hard to kind of rearrange everything to make room for that. Not in a mean way. It just, it kind of is the way it is. I don't know how else to put it, you know? Yeah. No, no, I kind of know what you mean. I mean, like, man, it's weird to say like I'm 27. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got, Weird to call myself an adult, but like <laughs> I'm afraid you are. Yeah. You are one. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> now, but like I'm just like noticing all these things now. Like how it's like it's way harder to like make like a full on friend mm-hmm. when you get older. Yes. It, yes, it's weird, and I've always been bad at like making like hmm. This, uh, how do I describe this? I've talked about it on here before, but just like I've always been. I'm sorry, you had a full day of being a therapist. Now I feel like I'm going to start spilling out. That's what I'm good at. Just uh, hand it yeah. over, Alex. Yeah. I just, people just, yeah, just look at me and tell me. Yeah. yeah. Has that happened to you before? Oh people my God, s- everywhere. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. No, but I don't mind. I think it's just like an energy thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, like you're a good listener. I mean. I hope. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be horrible if you're like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? What did you say your name was? No. Uh, what do you do again? <laughs> I forgot my notes. <laughs> What's your problem? Yeah. No. no uh, but like, if you're, I've always noticed that like, if you're like, uh, hmm, how do I, how do you, how do you describe this? If you're like quiet and you're just like, if you're a good listener, people will just talk your ear off. Yeah. If you just go like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So how does that make you feel? Or. Oh, what? Like, oh, so you're... And if you, like, bring up, like, short parts of a story they talked about before, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, so that's why you talked to your mom mm-hmm. about the thing. You're like, oh, okay, they'll keep telling you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hmm. So you were saying it's hard to make friends. Yeah, I've always been bad at that. Well, like, I've talked about this so many times before to the point where, like, you know, I kind of am over it. But, like, you know, <laughs> just like when I was younger, I tried to yeah. appeal to people who weren't really like my friends yeah even though now like i'm starting to notice like my anxiety and you know i start taking i started going to a therapist like uh i think three years ago and she's awesome and noticing my introvertedness Mm -hmm. and and like like when i was talking about the thing at work like i'm still trying to uh, getting better at noticing like you know I've always been bad at, like, reaching out and saying, like, hey, let's hang out. Yeah. Let's do something. Because, like, you know, me, I don't do anything crazy. Like, I had my short little moment of being a complete asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Short moments of that are fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but also, like, you know, I noticed that I'm different. And, you know, another thing, like, I tried to not be judgmental of going, like, you know, other people can change, too. Absolutely. And, like, accepting that, like, you know, like, you know, someone can be an asshole and they can change. And, you know, I'm trying to get better at, like, noticing that in myself and noticing that in other Mm -hmm. people. 
and I'm trying to get better at like noticing like you know like I'm a guy who doesn't do anything like you know I don't like going to a club or anything <laughs> like a loud bar like in Pittsburgh that's all there is yeah there's lots of lots of clubs yeah and loud bars and I'm like this is a place not made for human connection <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's just like how my brain is I mean like I'm an insanely curious person and that's how like I've noticed like peel back at work because there's so many things that go on where I just go like what the hell is it's like I just want to like go up to someone and go like what the hell is going on what is happening here like what's going on between you two it sounds like you're kind of figuring out at work though at least where to put your energy like is it worth me investing knowing this or should I just save my energy because later on I'm going to be tired because this job sucks kind of thing yeah yeah and wow you just (laughs) (laughs) no you described it perfectly because there's was times where I would be like Oh, I don't want to be all energetic at work because I got improv yeah, practice. Yeah, do stuff later. Yeah, and like I love improv and I want to be my true self here. Mm-hmm. But there have been times like you know I would have when I was on Game Shark, uh, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, uh, I would have it right after work, so I would go straight from work mm. to downtown. And there'd be times like even like my therapist would tell me like I'd be like oh, I'm really hungry, I really want to eat something. But I have practice at 6.30 and it's 6.15. I got to rush this food into my mouth. And then I got to run over to the practice. Yeah. And like my therapist was going like, well, I mean, are you going to get shunned if you arrive a couple minutes late? And I was like, I, you know, it got brought up in a meeting, you know, that like a lot of people are worried about like people showing up late. And, you know, like, well, if you're going to be a few minutes late, you can just let them know. Mm-hmm. And that's like a lot of my therapy sessions of like my anxiety and like you know my therapist just isn't like oh it's okay (laughs) sometimes my therapist makes it like a face going like yeah i think you're overthinking this but that's good i think right yeah like and also self-care is really important so yeah you got to take time to eat you know (laughs) oh yeah definitely that's like what i revolve my life around like (laughs) where am i gonna eat what am i eating yeah yeah i mean i'll wake up in the morning and be like what do you want for dinner my husband's like i don't know because i just woke up (laughs) and i'm like well okay yeah well never mind think about it that's a normal question to ask in the morning (laughs) yeah but yeah i think you know we get so used to having to run from this place and that place and then if you are more introverted it's so easy to get overloaded you know like if there's multiple things you have to do every night of the week at least for me i know that too if i don't have a certain amount of time on my couch with my dogs yeah. I just do not function very well. Yeah. I just, uh, are you introverted? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Was there like, was that like something that came with time? Cause like you said, when you were in like, like 27, mm-hmm. your prime time, mm-hmm. you were, you would go out all the time. When did you start to notice that like that started to shift a little bit? I think, I mean, while I was doing that, I still, I've always been a person that's required a certain amount of alone time. Yeah. Recharge so, time. Yeah, yeah. I need it. Um, And I think I've known that, but I think as I've gotten older and I think since I was sick for that time period after that, I started being like, you really need to pay attention to your stress level and what your body needs because stress is probably part of the reason why you got where you were to begin with. And so that's when I was like, okay, you know, time to know you don't have to be on all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That took me so long to like realize that because there are these still these like little moments where I feel like I have to like jump in on the joke or, or I go like or like I guilt myself like especially because I'm a big music guy mm. and you're a big music I love fan. music yeah. yeah and like you might relate to this like you have like that moment of going like oh 
I don't know the band everyone in this room is talking yeah, about. Yeah. So I go like, I do have those. Uh, it's gotten better, but I I do remember having so many of those moments. Going like, I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll definitely check them out. Like definitely. Like then yeah. I never do. Yeah, because <laughs> right. I just go like, I, I want to listen to something else. Yeah, I want to listen to the same stuff I always listen to. <laughs> That's what I do now because I'm old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Trust me, you're not the first person who said that. Like, uh, like, well, what are your go-to? What's your go-to stuff? Oh, so many things. Um, I really like, it's funny, um, Matt Salter and I started exchanging music kind of right off the bat because Ben Folds is, you know, one of his favorites and also yeah. one of mine. So I was like, oh, here are some of the songs that I like of his that, you know, do you know these? And so we just started exchanging CDs because I like to do that rather than Spotify lists or whatever. So we'll make no. actual CDs and kind of trade them back and forth. Oh, like mix CDs. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So um, I've never reduced- done that before. That sounds like so much fun. It is fun. And it's sometimes people have a hard time finding a CD player. But since my car is so old, I still have one. Yeah. And um, also my laptop has still has a CD, um, little, little CD player thing. So, oh, um, yeah. but yeah, um, Ben Folds, definitely um, trying to think of, really anything anything really 80s 90s 70s i like 60s a lot of stuff i don't like uh modern country music at all nah, that's not not, a fan, uh, no. not good um <laughs> i like gangster rap um, oh, i don't man. really listen to a lot of new rap but yeah. i have been listening to some of the more like top 40 stuff now so that i can know what my like teenage clients are talking about yeah you know like, like who um <laughs> Uh, Billie Eilish and um, yeah, she was like just on that, SNL. Yeah, um, Sean Mendez is like, and you know, he's huge, featured yeah. on every single song that's out there. It's like, and yeah. also Sean Mendez. It's like, <laughs> when does he have time for all this? He's like doing all the music that's out right yeah. now. Um, <laughs> so those kinds of things I've been listening to, and and just to kind of be like, okay, this is what the kids like these days. But, yeah, you know, I kind of go back to my own. There's a band that's called Someone Still Loves You, Boris Yeltsin that I love and they're not really together anymore, but um, they have a few really good CDs and I gave Matt all that stuff and he really ah, likes it. That's awesome. Um, and it's more indie. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, well that, that's really cool. I mean, trust me, like I, I mean, I love Spotify, but like mm-hmm. I still have my iPod. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have it in my pocket. I meant yeah. to keep it in my car, but uh, I, I still have my old laptop. My parents got me a new laptop uh, for Christmas last mm-hmm. year, but it doesn't have a CD thing. Ah. That was my only gripe with it. So, like, I still have my old laptop just for that. Yeah. Like, I remember I hung out with my brother a couple, I think, last weekend, uh, and I borrowed some CDs from him. So, like, I'm still very, like, that's, like, one of the things I still commit to, using CDs. Thank you. And yes, buying keep CDs. it alive. Keep it alive, people. Keep it alive. And, like, we're living in a culture now that's so, like, just listening to a single Right, and I love I love an album that you can listen all uh, the way through. Oh, you know? same here. Uh, I listen to albums I think every day. Like I listen to mainly when I'm at work. I always listen to like stuff I haven't heard before. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, but oh god, <laughs> now I'm just like thinking about it. Now it's just such an awesome feeling. Yeah. Just like going through a whole album. I'm just finding a new thing to like. Mm-hmm. See, like I, uh, I mean. You're very committed to your career when you're just like, okay, this is so like when a teenage client you have is talking about Shawn Mendes, Mm -hmm. you know what Shawn Mendes Mm -hmm. is. I am so bad with new music. (laughs) I only listen to a little bit of new music, but like kind of like you, like I go back and listen to stuff from like even like 
I listen to some stuff from this decade. Mm-hmm. But I, I go back a lot to like, you know, 70. For some reason, I love the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, like the rock music from the 70s is awesome. Some funk stuff I've heard from there. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I always go back to the 70s. I love disco. Disco. I've never, a listened, to disco. A lot, I've never oh. listened to a lot of disco. Yeah, I love that. Who would you recommend disco-wise? Um, well, soundtrack-wise, I do think, like, a really gives you a good mix of everything is the movie The Summer Sam. That soundtrack is all disco, and yeah. I highly recommend that because it gives you a good mix of things. Summer of Sam. Summer of Sam. And it's um, that was about uh, one of the serial killers in New York. <laughs> yeah, I forget his name. Son of Sam? Yeah. But the movie, like the the movie, was called Summer of Sam. But yeah, well, the son of, the son of Sam. Sam was the, like that. Was that the murderer who like talked to his dog? Yes. Or thought his dog yes. was talking mm-hmm. to him yes. to like murder transmitting people? messages. Yeah, through his dog. Yeah. Oh wow. But the movie was um, called Summer of Sam, and that's the soundtrack, and it's really good. Oh okay. Check it out. I, <laughs> I will check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Canadian of you. <laughs> but like, I, I will, another thing I want to talk to you about mm-hmm. is like you brought up. It's like wanting to move out of the town you grew up in. Oh, yeah. Because I related to that so hard. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I finally moved out of Monroeville, I was so happy. Yeah. I mean, like, I've gone back to Monroeville a bunch of times because my mom still lives there. And it's not too far, so. Yeah. And I still work near where I grew up. So I go to, um, I go, like, let her dog out every now and then. We've done holidays there. But, like. No, that feeling when you know, like, oh, I don't have to, I don't live here. I can leave. Yeah. That's such a great feeling. Mm-hmm. I get, I don't think about it every time I go into Monroeville, but every now and then I go like, oh shit, I don't live here anymore. I live like 30 minutes away. Yeah. I, and like, it wasn't like horrible. It was just like, I knew I was kind of like a black sheep hmm. there. Do you know that feeling? Yeah. I mean, like, why did you want to leave your hometown so bad? Um, I think Tyrone's really small. Um, I think there's probably about 3,500 people or so. And there might have been closer to 5,000 when I lived there, but that's still really tiny. Like, my graduating class was just 128 people. Oh, wow. So it's very tiny. Everybody knows everybody's business. Um, I wouldn't say that the atmosphere is usually the most positive. There's definitely some cool people from there. Oh, yeah. um, For me, it was just never going to be a place where I wanted to live and also knew I wasn't going to want to have kids and I wasn't going to want to do you know, all that stuff. I just wanted to get away. Yeah. You know, I wanted to see what else was out there in the world. And I mean, it's nice to feel that way. I mean, (laughs) like I'm 100% with you. Mm -hmm. Like for some reason, I don't know why. I mean, like the place I live now, I live in a woman's house who like had an available room. Oh, she's very sweet. Debbie Witchell. Uh, I mean, I live in Fox chapel now. It's kind of a suburban neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But, like, suburbia, I don't know why. I mean, the neighborhood I live in now is very nice. It's quiet. Just my speed. But, like, for some reason, like, I do not totally fit in <laughs> to a suburban neighborhood. I don't know what it is. Hmm. But, like, like suburbia. I mean, like, I, I can go to a chain restaurant. I love chain restaurants. There's a Chili's near where I live. <laughs> I love that Chili's. Uh, yeah. I love that Chili's. I haven't gone to it as many times as I would like to. I'm Trust sorry, me. Chili's. <laughs> I try to bite. Sorry, not today. I'll stop in tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, you better. Yeah. It's like, is that Chili's talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Chili's. Okay. <laughs> See, knowing me, I could probably do that for an hour. Just me having a conversation with a restaurant. 
<laughs> and people will be listening to this They'll going be like, like, wow, I'm done listening now. It's like, why the hell yeah, did I commit let to him get this? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I, I, I just like being in the city. Like I like that energy. I like having multiple things I could do if I want to do it. Oh, I yeah. like being able to like, I really love beer. Uh, yeah. So there's tons of breweries and tons of things to check out. And I yeah. think that's just much more my speed than I, I think, uh, rural a, or suburban. A teammate uh, on the, your new team, uh, Kate Miller, yeah. likes to go to breweries yeah. too. So that could be a thing. Let's you... get beer, Kate. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a big thing, mm-hmm. going to breweries. I mean, like, do you do that a lot? or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like to check different places out. And, well, Arsenal, whenever uh, John was playing there, but still we go there to the get their cider. I love that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just like to go and check out new places. I really like Maggie's Farm Rum. Have you ever had any of their drinks? They're in this area on Smallman Street. And, oh, okay. Um, they're really cool, everybody. And I just think a lot of the places that they're really neat, cool people that run the places and it's yeah. just a fun atmosphere yeah i like definitely living close to the city is way better mm-hmm. just because like if you ever i don't know if this uh when you've gone back to tyrone but i think i've talked about this before like when i've gone back to monroeville and i would go out to eat somewhere <laughs> i remember like i went out to eat with my mom after we saw a movie and it was just kind of like dead it was just kind of like you know not a lot of people will hang out here anymore i mean like we went to a fridays and i'm not saying like <laughs> oh when i was younger <laughs> fridays was, was fridays yeah. was the place to be if you weren't at fridays on friday mm-hmm. you were an idiot no but yeah. it was def- it was definitely like no i remember like you know driving by and like that place would be packed mm-hmm. and now it's just kind of like this town's just kind of going down mm-hmm. a little bit and there's like some places that are still busy and like i'm not much of an expert in i don't know what field to describe it in but just like i can just tell like you know something's off like you know we're in a new age and now yeah. like this town's just kind of like be a little bit behind the times yeah it's weird yeah the land that time forgot yeah <laughs> monroeville but yeah <laughs> But that is just an interesting thing of just like when you get older and you start noticing things a little bit more, mm. just going like, oh, fuck, maybe I shouldn't have laughed at that or maybe I shouldn't have acted like that. Or like, oh, yeah, that's why people were acting this way. I mean, do you did you find like when you got older, uh, like you noticed a lot of like what changed about you? Did you notice like as you got older? Mm. What changed about me? Well, I think... Uh, I would like to think I was more mature, though I always think I was kind of a mature kid. Yeah. Um, but I like to think, like... Um, I think I got a lot kinder in the things that I would say to people or how I interacted. I think growing yeah. up where I grew up, people could be a little bit harder and they kind of learned how to cut people down <laughs> with their words immediately. You yeah. know, like you kind of had that more angsty, like, protective way about you and I think I've gotten a lot more like kind and chilled out and like less yeah. reactive to things that people might say um, but I had mentioned before that um, I was sick and I had breast cancer when I was 29 um, and probably before that but that was when I was diagnosed and I think I changed a lot after that fact so for me yeah. I often wonder like had that not happened who might I be yeah. or how, how might that person have been different than who I am now and I'll never know obviously oh yeah if like um, you never got sick how would you right. be now yeah but yeah. I know how it changed me and how I'm different now it's just it's hard to say who I would have been had that not happened yeah you posted that it was like 10 mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. 
what was it called? A binary? Oh, I had my bilateral mastectomy. So yeah, yeah, that was, I had my um, surgery to remove both breasts and then I had reconstruction done. Um, But yeah, that was, that was after I did chemo and everything. So that wasn't right when I was diagnosed, but it was just a part of the stuff along the way they had to do. Wow. Like, I mean, hmm. This is coming from the it's guy who... It's also going to... It's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Let me just throw that out. Really? Yes, October. October is Breast yes. Cancer Awareness Month. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. And by the time we're recording this, uh, next Thursday, October 10th, or it'll be... What is... Yeah, it'll be actually this week. Uh, you know what? I can't even describe what I'm talking about. But, like, uh, the 10th is Mental Health Day. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, happy Mental Health Day, everybody. Yes. Yeah. It's like when as soon as I found out that that day existed, I'm like, I made it sure, like, oh, I. Yes. Let's <laughs> do this. Let's yeah. do this. Yes. Yes. I mean, like, did you always want to be a therapist? Like, why go into that field? Why? Why was that the thing? Why? What I really wanted to be when I was little was a soap opera actress because I thought <laughs> that they just made up everything they said on the spot. Oh, yeah. Because, like, it was on every day. And I was like, well, there's no way they could possibly memorize all that. And if I was in that situation, that's exactly what I would say. You know? So I'm like, that's what I want to do. And yeah. now it's improv. Who knew? Like, that's what I wanted to do when I was little. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think social work came and therapy came very easy to me because, um, you know, I have a complicated family history and there's lots of trauma there and things like that. And I think I've always kind of been in the position to like listen to what people are going through, observing, paying attention to things, knowing how to respond, you know, um, and it just kind of, I can't imagine really doing anything else. You know, when I think about what else would I want to do, I just think this is kind of what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And that's like really rare when you meet people, when you meet people who go like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing for a living. I'm most of the time happy with it. I wish that I was better at math. That would really open up my <laughs> job opportunities. But I no, I think really well with math. Well, not in being a therapist, but just in life. Yeah. But yeah like, uh, I think that it, most of the time it's good. But then there's other times, too, where I'm like, oh, do I want to keep doing this or do I want to do something else? Because it is it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, every day, mm-hmm. like, listening to people. Yeah, like, hmm. Like, that's not something I think about a lot with, like, even, like, my therapist. Of just, like, you know, I have stuff I still haven't, like, talked about yet with my yeah. therapist. And, like, that stuff, like, it's weird, like, when you get older, you're, like, stuff you forget just starts, like, popping your head going, like, oh, shit. Like, now that I'm a little, I like to think I'm a little bit more mature. Like, I can actually, like, think about this yeah. thing. Should I look at this or should I deal with this yeah Yeah, and should I talk about it Mm -hmm. with my therapist and like you know and thinking about like you know therapists you hear stuff that's like either like really traumatic Mm -hmm. stuff and like really heavy stuff and then you just have to like go live your life Mm -hmm. and like I never like think about that it's something I always forget like you know and also like with like being a therapist like you know your patients really don't know your life because it's not about you it's about them and that's always the thing i always just forget like you know just like because like you do improv Mm -hmm. and you're good at it oh thanks (laughs) no you really like i'm I'm being genuine like you know i actually (laughs) think you're really funny yay (laughs) i really like doing it it's so so fun oh yeah i'm so grateful that arcade exists and that i found it and yeah oh yeah Uh, i mean uh, i i believe that they (laughs) 
<laughs> the sentiment <laughs> is shared. But yeah, no, but you really are good at it. And just like thinking about like that as a career, has it ever been hard to just go straight into doing improv? Or you, yeah, like yeah. after a long day and then knowing like, oh, I have practice at like seven. Mm-hmm. Has it ever been hard to like turn off that part of your brain? I think, yeah, there's definitely been days when it's been harder depending on what's going on with the people that I'm seeing or, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But um, it's nice because it's also kind of like my therapy to do improv because then I get to go in and just play. And yeah. It doesn't have to be serious and it doesn't have to be so involved. It's just sort of like whatever comes out, you know, <laughs> comes out and it's yeah. fun. You know, it's like it's like a nice stress relief for me so yeah there's definitely times where I can tell my brain is overloaded and I'm like I don't have anything I, I'm sorry yeah. like um and especially too if it's like a migraine day for me then again I'm like I'm sorry I can't think you know yeah. I don't I'll yeah. just stare <laughs> my um, character is the one that's just gonna stare at you like um, uh Carrie I noticed you haven't <laughs> said anything in your scenes <laughs> I just give the thumbs up thumbs a lot. up yeah. uh thumbs yeah. up lady <laughs> Yeah, like, I've never had a migraine, but yeah. I've heard nothing but horrible things. Yeah, I don't recommend them. They're not, <laughs> they're not good. Why would you? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> what is a migraine? Is it, like, just, a, like, a super bad headache? That's, yeah, definitely one way to put it. I, for me, I get um, big changes in barometric pressure. Like, I expect to wake up Friday with one because, you know, we're going to go from 90 degrees to 60, and that swing will definitely cause me to wake up with one and for me I get aura and so I'll have like flashing lights that I see out of one eye it'll start as like a floater and then it starts flashing and then the really bad headache will come and yeah yeah oh yeah I don't know if that's ever happened to me but there have been those times I don't know what it is Mm -hmm. like with my eyes like random colors start like popping out of nowhere and it's just like I don't know where it comes from then I just yeah it's annoying do you get a headache afterwards or no or is it no. just like a rave in your eyeballs? A rave? <laughs> yeah, my eyeballs are having a party. <laughs> my eyeballs are wasted right now. No, like, I've never... Boom, 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 boom. Oh, God. Uh, no, I've never gotten a headache. Mm. Most of the times I notice when I do get a headache, it's, mo- it's mostly when I'm mentally overloaded. Mm-hmm. Like, when... So like, tension. Tension. Yeah, that could be it. Or, like, when I'm at, like... Uh, gathering. I don't even call <laughs> when, them parties. I just when I call have to them. see people. Yeah, I mean, like for like an extended period of time, mm-hmm. like there can be that point where I go like, oh, there's too much conversation going on here. I'm not really contributing anything. Yeah. So then that can really make me like shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been times where I, I didn't, I don't like when that happens. Like uh, when I went uh, to perform at a festival, I was really excited, but like by the end of the day, Washington, like it was in Washington D.C. Mm. It's super crowded. Oh, yeah. Super loud. And we performed in, like, this abandoned, like, subway station. It was really cool, but it was just... We had a humongous crowd. It was super packed. Yeah. And, like, by the end of the day, like, I was just dead. Drained. Oh, drained. And then, like, when that happens, you can probably relate. Like, I just really don't feel like talking. Yes, absolutely. Like, and there's some times where I go like oh people don't really know me so sometimes like i'm just coming off super rude and then like there's times where like i'm not like apologetic going Mm -hmm. like like i'm so sorry i'm just drained or i just go like i'm just really tired right like yeah i'm done i'm done hey sometimes it makes me upset where i go like "Ah, i wish i could have contributed more but like like what you're saying like you know i need to know like 
when I need my recharge yeah, time. Yeah, there's nothing know, wrong with that. Yeah, and like that's a, like a thing I need to constantly remind myself mm-hmm. of like, you know, and it's not like I'm being a horrible person. And it's not like the thing like you constantly have to like, I constantly have to remind myself going like, like the people who really do care about me and like me, they they won't be like, hey, fuck you. Yeah. You know. What you need to eat? What kind of dick are you? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nobody's going to be like that. I think, no. I think it's easier for us to judge how we're perceived by other people. But the thing is, we never know. Like, who knows yeah. how other people see us, you know? Yeah, and then if you're an anxious person, then you tend to replay things in your head a lot and assume uh, like, oh, that was wrong. Or I wish I never said that. Or I probably seemed this way or that way. And, you yeah. know, it's easy to do that to yourself. But at the end of the day, if you're kind of tapped out you're going to be better if you just take a break and you talk to whoever it was the next day anyway you know like they're going to get the better version of you that's rested and like taken care of than if you're just sort of like forcing it yeah yeah it's taking me some time like i'm like recently like getting over that Mm -hmm. because like i even noticed when like i started improv like i would be like that i'd be like you know like it's always a thing with me at parties i don't know how you are Mm -hmm. uh but like I can never like stand still. I don't know if that's like my anxiety where I go like, no, I should be dancing, but I'm like, oh, this is too much for me. So like, oh, okay, I'll go chill out here. Like, oh, but then I feel like I'm not being talkative enough. So like, I just like walk around. (laughs) So you're like in the third person all the time watching yourself being like, no, go do that. No, go do that. Go do that. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that explains it perfectly. Like okay, no good. Do that. Okay, no, no, no. no. no you've done that enough. Go over done there. that enough. Yeah. yeah, go over here. Go over here. Like walking up and downstairs, walking in and out of rooms. And I remember one time, like, oh my god, yeah, 2015. I was at like some like, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh used to have a comedy festival. We didn't we didn't have it this year. Mm. I just remember I was like at the after party of that when they had it at the old arcade. And I remember I was just doing the same thing. And the old arcade was small, mm. like so I would just be walking in and out of, like the lobby into like the theater. <laughs> I did that a billion times. Got all your steps for the day. Yeah. I was like, whoa, oh my God, I have abs. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is why I know like, I like talking to you. This is like, you're just, just like the jokes we're creating here. But like, I just remember like the next day I was interning for bonus stage. I just remember I was talking to this person who then became like very popular in the improv community, very big in the improv community. I just remember like, I was like, oh, I should joke about it. Mm-hmm. But really, like, a lot of the thing you notice is, like, maybe people notice, but people move on. It's not a big deal. Or also, like, nobody notices. Right. Because, like, and it's a thing I'm uh, noticing now, and I'm also reading a Brene Brown book. Oh, she's the best. Oh, she's awesome. Yes. Uh, I'm reading a most recent... Vulnerability. Mm. It's a thing I'm still trying to get better at. Yeah. Well, it's a hard thing to do. Oh, it's yeah. it's really bad. I mean, like, are you good at it? No. Really? No, I mean, yes and no. Sometimes <laughs> I can be. I just, it depends, again, on how much I feel. Um, like, at a party, for example, I would tend to stick to the people that I know better. Yeah. Rather than go up and be so, like, outgoing to a bunch of people I don't know. Um, and I'm not that I'm not open to getting to know them. It's just my own anxiety of trying to get comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I'm definitely vulnerable and open with the people that I spend time with on a regular basis and know. Um, but I think for me, if I'm overloaded, I like to take time, process it on my own. That can take me a long time. And then I'll be like, okay, now I get it. Like after I work through things in my head, but yeah, I, I, um, I think everybody, especially me, you know, it's hard 
to be vulnerable because that again you don't know how you're perceived by other people doing that and why does it matter you know as i get older you know closer to 40 i care a little bit less about what people might think yeah than i did when i was younger because i'm just like "Eh." i mean at this point i am who i am i think yes i can make changes but it's pretty much set the way it is yeah we're gonna like it or they're not but um Hopefully they like it, but, um, (laughs) but I don't know, but yeah, I think it's really hard to be vulnerable. That's a very long answer to your question. I guess. No, (laughs) no, no. I I like the long answer. No, I, I love it. I mean, it's way better than being like, nope. And then just not saying anything. I go like, Oh shit. Okay. I have to fill. (laughs) I've talked in circles now for half hour. I guess. No, I'm not. Um, No, it's definitely, I think that's really hard for me to be vulnerable is, is like, um, I want to get better at like apologizing because yeah. that is a very vulnerable thing that I'm really bad at. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like accepting, like, you know, cause I, I don't know if it was just how I was raised or like how I just noticed things growing up. It's immediately you, if someone's saying to you, like, you know, you hurt me when you did this, mm. you immediately want to go to like, why? Right. Or you did this. So oh, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I, I know I've done that too. Or I go like, well, you know, what about when you did this? Right. But then you don't ha- really have any backup stuff because then you're just being defensive. Mm-hmm. And it's still something it's, I've noticed it's really hard for me. Like it, I've had moments where like, you know, like, ah, I know this person's mad at me, but it's really, it's, it, I mean, like, I know I did something wrong, but it's still hard for me to just like say like, go up to them and be like, hey, let's talk. Yeah. Because I've always been bad at, um, uh, how to describe this? Uh, like, uh, like talking things out. Because mm. mainly I, like how I've been, like I've always just been like, oh, okay, okay, whatever. And then just, I just want to be done with it. Yeah, avoid, avoid, avoid. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's something I want to be better at and just vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's a process. And it's this, definitely and Brene Brown describes it so well mm-hmm. like in like what I'm reading I haven't read all of her books I'm reading like a recent one like Braving the Wilderness oh okay and The Gifts of Imperfection is a really good one yeah um, and I, I like her work around shame yeah you know um, because I see a lot of clients and uh, work with a lot of people who have a lot of shame and guilt and yeah. um you know, working with people and having them make breakthroughs and come through that. And plus I'm a big believer in, um, intergenerational trauma. Like if thing is, if your parents have things that aren't resolved, chances are you're going to carry some of that too, Yeah. you know, and it just kind of builds and builds and builds. So you're carrying your own shame and then this person's and this person's if it's not dealt with. So, yeah. Yeah. It's always weird. Like, you know, maybe it's not, it's always weird, but like, like, I've learned that, like, a lot of people, like, have families where, like, they don't talk about things. That's, it's, like... Yeah. I mean, I know a couple things about my family, but we don't, like, I love my family, but, like, you know, we're different. Mm-hmm. And there's things that I would <laughs> love to know, but, like, we've never talked about. Mm. But then, like, you, I, then that's another thing you find out, like, you're not the only one. There's, like, it's so weird to me, like, wow, a lot of families don't, like, talk. A lot of families are, like, surface level. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to bring up, like, tough shit. Well, yeah, I think in my family it was more common to bring that all up, which is probably why I do what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was like we all talked about that stuff, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it was resolved, you know? So, yeah, like, people just... still had their stuff, but you kind of knew that it was there. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know. It's a weird, 
again, all families have their weirdness, like you said, but it's, yeah. it's like, just because you know that it's there doesn't mean that it was worked on or the major changes happened. And yeah. yeah. You bring it up, but, like, sometimes, sometimes people just bring it up, but they don't really, like, get into, like, the nitty-gritty of it. They just say, like, oh, yeah, that was really bad that was a thing yeah that so was a thing what's for dinner what's yeah. for dinner yeah. yeah it's like it's the morning <laughs> stop asking that question <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean crap like i don't want to keep you here forever no but <laughs> i thought this was an all-night podcast oh my yeah. god <laughs> someone would listen to that <laughs> it's like you ever listen to the 24-hour podcast <laughs> half of it's just people sleeping yeah but yeah good night <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you feel like you have like a lot of things resolved with your family, or is it like, or that's like there's still like because we just talked mm-hmm. about it, like you know, there's still things that like I we've think, never like gotten too deep into it. Like, you have you noticed that stuff? Yeah, I think there's definitely for me. I feel that a lot of my stuff is resolved. Yeah, like I feel good about where I am with the stuff that came before me and with my own stuff. Yeah. But again, that's always a process. Like, you know, one of the bigger tattoos I have on my hip says peace through forgiveness. And that's also like forgiveness towards myself for things that I've done that haven't been great. Or like, yeah. get, like I do feel pretty resolved most of the time, but then something will happen. And then, you know, you're kind of, you know, this word triggered is used all the time, but th- something will happen and you're like, I'm not okay with this. And then yeah. you have to work through it again. And I, I am a big believer in radical acceptance, which means, you know, we're constantly, um, looking at what's going on in our life and maybe we don't like it but we're trying to work to accept like I don't necessarily like that this is happening but I know this is happening and I got to be okay with it and I've got to get through it and yeah. so a lot of that that we do or at least I do on a regular basis pretty much daily <laughs> it's not like one time like I accept that like that's good <laughs> I've accepted it forever now like yeah. repeatedly accepting it so I wouldn't say that everything's resolved for everybody in my family but I can't really speak for them you yeah. know I just know that what I carry of theirs I feel Resolved. Okay with. Yeah. yeah. And did that take a long time? Oh, yeah. Like I said, I still struggle with that. You know, there's days where I'm like, I'm good and I'm at peace with everything. And then there's other days where I'm like, why can't this just be normal? Yeah. You know, like uh, uh, <laughs> that you know? feeling. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> shit. Now I'm like, now I'm like thinking about it. Now, like, <laughs> I'm getting my head. <laughs> wow. Because uh, I feel like I was going to bring up something. But then, like, this got in my head. Okay, I want <laughs> I want to make the rest of this podcast me thinking about what I was going to say. Mm. Yeah. Because I guess I don't really, like, think about, like, you know, why isn't this resolved? Because, mm-hmm. like, I think my therapist said to me, uh, I was really cool and a thing I I remind myself is like you know you have these things you want to bring up to some people but like like what's your end goal right what do you want out of that what do you want out of it do you just want to say it yeah is it for you or do you want them to say something back to you or yeah and Mm -hmm. like that blew my mind because if like if I didn't have a therapist I would just be like (laughs) yeah I'm gonna yell this at them right be like why did this happen but then like then that energy depletes because, like, I have nothing else to follow that. Yeah. So that was, like, a thing of, like, then that's, like, stopped me a lot and, like, made me calm down, like, knowing that, going, like, well, what do I want out of this? 
Yeah. And that's like stopped me too from like, you know, being anxious sometimes when like I see some people there who are like very extroverted, very exciting. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, not exciting is the right <laughs> word, but like very just like confident or like maybe I made the assumption that like, oh, they're a bully or like maybe yeah. they, they, they're a dick or something. And I go like, I, I get a little tight. Pump yourself up. Pump yeah. me half. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> just using the copier. <laughs> <laughs> Let me punch it. No, uh, no, I, but like, I remind myself going like, why am I anxious? Why? Yeah. What? Like, why does this bother me? Does this actually bother me or am I just anxious? Yeah. And that's been like revolutionary for me. Just like knowing that I have those tools to like calm myself down. Oh yeah. That's uh, oh, for me as well. There'll be times where I'm like, I just used a skill. You know, I just taught myself something. I was worked up and I just used a skill. Everyone, <laughs> hello. Doing it. I want to stop yeah. whatever's going on here <laughs> to let everybody know I did a skill. <laughs> I'm not only the uh, therapist club president, I'm also a member. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> this just came to my head. But, like, are you friends with other therapists? Yes. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, one of my closest friends actually works at the same practice as I do. And really? So, yeah, we constantly bounce things off each other, but then we're friends apart from that, too. You yeah. know, like, we love hanging out and doing things together, so that well, aren't awesome. therapy-related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, poof. if you all you did was talk about therapy, oh. <laughs> no, no, that, that's not good. And one of my other really close friends who unfortunately doesn't live here anymore her name's Courtney. She was the nurse practitioner when I worked at Western Psych on the eating disorders unit. Um, she's like one of my very best friends and one of the funniest people I know. And, and we connected through that job, but then our relationship has definitely carried well beyond that. You know, she's in, neither of us even work there anymore. So yeah, yeah. I definitely met some really awesome people through being a therapist. Oh, yeah. And that's like, I think of another thing I've noticed, like getting older, that rarely happens. Mm-hmm. Because, like, as soon as, like, you leave a job, a lot of times it's just, like, you know, yeah, I don't talk to them anymore. Right. And that, but, there's definitely been people that were great that I worked with there that that's kind of a similar thing. But she's, yeah. you know, we connected and, you know, I miss her. I wish she'd move back here. <laughs> but that's probably not going to happen. So. <laughs> Where does she live? She lives in Virginia now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that, like, two hours away? or? Oh, I think she's probably closer to like four oh. hours away. And she does uh, palliative care nursing now. So she helps people kind of at the end of their life and pain management like and stuff like stuff. that. Yeah, yeah, close to that. And she, she's great at it and loves it. But um, yeah, she's one of the ones that I was like, oh man, this is so great. I'm doing this job and I met such a cool person. Because like you said, it's hard to meet a friend as an adult. Oh yeah. It's like something I'm doing now. And it's a lot of times like, things I noticed that I need to do like of like this person actually likes you mm-hmm. like you know just don't be afraid to open up a little bit more but don't like rush it because <laughs> that's the thing I've noticed like and other people like around my age would say the same thing like you no know, we got to get all this stuff out now get all the baggage out now <laughs> yeah and I've and that, trust me I've done that if someone like <laughs> As soon as like someone starts talking about like deep stuff, mm-hmm. I go like, "Oh yeah, I'm in." I'm in. Let, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the deep stuff. Let's oh, talk yeah. about the deep rooted stuff. Oh, I'm there for that too. I really appreciate a good, real conversation. Yeah, yeah. and that's why sometimes like work can be annoying for me because mm-hmm. I can work with some nice people. You know, I don't talk about like the the things you're not supposed to talk <laughs> about, but like 
I I mean, yeah. Like, oh, what was I saying? <laughs> See, I'm 27 and I'm forgetting the things that I'm saying. Friends. Friends. Making friends as an adult. Yeah, making friends yeah. as an adult. So it's a lot of things that, like, I noticed that I need to work on. Just like, you know, this person actually likes you and you, like, relate a lot. You know, yeah. don't be afraid to... Because I've always been like, you know, I've had, I have trust issues and, you know, and, and I know I've been unfair to people too. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't put all, I forget what the word is, but like all the stuff on them. Yeah. So that's just a constant thing I like remind myself and, you know, and like maybe it's the introvert in me, but like every time I have a deep conversation, I get a little bit too much of a rush and I go like, oh, yep. We're going to hang out. We're doing we're, this. We're, yeah. we're going to hang out next week. <laughs> but then, like, you know, sometimes I, I consider that, like, you know, like a shooting star. Like, sometimes yeah. it's like we had that one conversation. We might never talk again. Mm-hmm. Or we just might be, like, uh, acquaintances. I just might be like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Which, that always makes me laugh. Because, like, I have so many people, like, especially in the improv community, because yeah. there's so many of us. That you can't know everyone on a personal level. There's so many people I know that I'm just like, hello. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a, I'm a, like, yeah. hello person to mm-hmm. them. Like, there's gotten to the point where, like, I never said this to him when he was on the show, which was a great episode. Like, Kevin O'Brien, <laughs> he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. And he's super funny. And I related to him, like, in a lot of ways. And, but, but before that, we never really talked. Mm-hmm. And... It was, no, it was nothing. It was just like, you know, we were just two different hey, worlds. Yeah. But, like, I just always noticed that we had a thing. And I never brought it up. And, like, it was always just like, it would do, like, a little salute to each other. <laughs> yeah, it would always be like we'd have our heads down low and it would just be like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and I was like, mm, I thought that was just a one-time thing. But it happened, like, every time I would see him, it would, it would always be that way. And I'm not thinking, like, oh, I'm... I'm, I'm the only person he does this to, but it's just like every That's time. A salute I'm, for me. Yes. <laughs> oh, Alex is here. Salute. <laughs> yeah, but no, like yeah. So it's just like things I notice that I need to like cool down and just say like you know this person actually likes you and like not to have that whole high school mentality because I definitely had that when I first started going into improv where mm-hmm. I go like no I wanna I wanna impress like the. <laughs> sounds weird like i'm treating it like a corporation like the higher ups i want to uh impress like like uh the professional improvisers then i go like you know i would like to be friendly Mm -hmm. but like don't for forcing anything sucks yeah especially like forcing a friendship really sucks because then you could tell the conversation so ungenuine yeah and like you just get uncomfortable so just like definitely noticing of like you know people i genuinely connect with and don't try so hard. And I'm noticing that things in like, like recently where I go like, yeah, I went to this thing recently and maybe I was just trying way too hard to be funny. So just my whole life now is like, just like noticing things and like going like, okay, you don't have to do that anymore. I mean, I'm assuming you've done that a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely internal dialogue going on about <laughs> things. There's times too where like my anxiety will make me, um, be like super on and like I've got to be telling all the jokes and doing all yeah. the whatever and then there's times later I'm like oh my god shut up <laughs> Carrie shut your mouth no. um, but, but then I'm like eh, now I'm like eh, it's over whatever yeah. like I talked a lot you know and a lot of the times people think I am more extroverted because I do it, talking is easy for me that's you know not yeah. a problem but um, yeah I don't 
don't know. I, I don't, I don't do as much of the internal dialogue stuff anymore because I think it's, I've done it enough that I kind of just know, you know, like I don't need to go through all that in my mind. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I really like the community that, like I said, at Arcade that we stumble across and there's so many awesome, really cool, genuine, nice, fun people. Um, but there are a lot of people too. So like you said, it's like you said, it's hard to know everybody, Yeah. but it generally just feels like a good safe space to like, you know, Yeah. everybody is sort of like-minded. So it's a safe place that if you yeah. mess up and you say too much or you're whatever, nobody's like, Oh my God, yeah. you shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. But I've had so much fun talking to yeah, you. Yeah, it's been great. Oh yeah. Uh this has really been a great conversation. I mean, uh I hope you keep doing improv. Yeah, I, that's the plan. <laughs> that's it's not totally up to me. Yeah. But I hope could, to keep doing it. They could be like, Hey, can you leave? Um, <laughs> um everybody should come out and see the next comedy royale. Um, I'm in that one. October 18th? Yes, October 18th. Who's all in it? I don't know yet. Oh, oh yeah. they don't have the lineup? Not, nobody's told me, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, just, I just know I have to show it's up. like, I need to know. Yeah, I did the first one, and, um... Did you win? I did. You won? I did win, yeah. yeah that's what I heard. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah. I mean... That must have been a fun time, though. Oh it is gosh. a fun show to do. I, it was so fun. Yeah. yeah. And I was on with the, like some awesome people who were great to play with and supportive yeah. and fun. So yeah. um, Jason and um, Sarah and Matt were yeah. all really super fun. So oh, They're all awesome people. Yeah. Jason and Matt have been on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I could talk to you forever. Like, I feel like this has been such a... Fun time. I've been wanting to talk to you for so long. Yay, yeah. thank you. This has been really fun. And um, yeah, I'm glad you asked me to do it. Yeah. No, no. It's It was a, a, a seriously great time. We, we talked about the feelings. We talked about comedy. Mm. Yeah, I love talking about feelings. Yeah, me it's one, too. It's one of my favorite things in the entire planet. Oh, and Carrie was just putting the cap on her uh my just, metal water bottle that's metal, super loud with yeah. cat heads on it <laughs> that's right it wasn't super loud like slowly twist it quiet yeah <laughs> it's pink and it has all these cat heads on it <laughs> no that's awesome though it's funny because i mean i find this funny it's a cat mug but you're a dog person i am i am i am a dog person but i i like any animal that i could really pet yeah. That's the way I've always been since I was a kid. And I have been bitten by dogs so many times, yet I still love them. <laughs> yeah. They're still my favorite. How many dogs do you have? I have just, two. Just two? What are their names? Archie and Olive. Archie and Olive. Oh, yeah. I've seen you post pictures of Olive. Mm. Olive's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> is Olive the youngest? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How old's Olive? Olive's three. Archie will be five in February. Oh, wow. They are French bulldogs, and they are made of glass. I do not <laughs> recommend them. I call them my million-dollar dogs. Archie has, like, a disc disease in his back, and yeah. he's been on bed rest, and he had to almost have his eye, re- you know, it was he almost really? lost an eye, so we had to do a surgery with that. How? Yeah. How did he almost lose an eye? I don't know. Somebody was watching. We were on vacation. We went to Amsterdam, and I had somebody watch him that I didn't feel comfortable with, but our sitter kind of backed out at the last minute, and I found somebody, and it wasn't good, and uh, yeah. I, we had to come home early from Amsterdam to oh. deal with his surgery and stuff. So I don't know how it happened, but <laughs> and interestingly enough, neither did that person. Oh, so, really? Oh, it wasn't like the sitters. Well, fault? 
You don't know. She says she doesn't know. Oh. Did you like say like, are you sure? Oh, I was very salty. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I had to actually calm down. That was one of the times where I was like, you cannot go Tyrone and flip out on this person. So yeah. I just had to take some time. And then I eventually wrote her a letter and was just like, you know, I don't think you should be watching anybody's dogs. And because like, oh, it wasn't even just that happening. It was the condition that they were when I picked them up. And it was just a bunch of different things that weren't right about yeah. it. So it was just, yeah. Did she say anything bad to you? Like, how dare you? No, tell she me? was apologetic. Um, yeah. But it's still just rubbed you yeah, the wrong absolutely. way. Absolutely. And I will never, I'm like terrified. I won't leave them with anybody. They yeah. go with us if we go to Savannah, if we go to Georgia, we go, they go with us in the car. Like, I just don't. Do you have family in Georgia? No, just... we just love it down there. Oh, like, what about Georgia do you like? Well, Savannah in particular, um, just because it's a really pretty walkable city that's very dog friendly and lots of good food and cool history <laughs> yeah. to learn about. But again, it's just sort of like a um, lots of ghost tours that you can do, Ooh. which are fun. I'm into that kind of thing. Yeah, so. I've really ever gone to do that stuff. Like, I remember, like, talking to someone at, at work, actually, like, mm. I was like, I don't think I've ever gone to a haunted house. You've never gone to a haunted no, house? No, no. And I like Fright Night. I think I've the last time I did that was probably like with my brother's friends, like when I was in eighth grade. Oh man. Yeah, like a lot of people I know are very like introverted, and like when I would bring it up, they'd be like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm good." But like, I, I would love to do that if I found like the right group of people. Yes. I would love to do like a haunted house. Do it. I mean, I, I feel like I get scared easily, but like right. you know. Try something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah just it like, is scary. That's kind of part of the fun. Yeah. But as long as people don't touch me, I'm okay oh, with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be too much. No. Yeah. Do you know that there's those haunted houses where people pay to go into like separate rooms where people can like blindfold them or, or like tie them down or touch them or do like not weird and appropriate things, but who knows? Like, yeah. They, they're like, I'll pay extra money for that. No. No. no that's, that's so weird. Terrifying. I mean, I mean, hey, if that's what you're into. Yeah, please shut me in this coffin. <laughs> I'm into it. No. Fuck. Uh, no. Yeah. No. There's like there's a movie with Ryan Reynolds called Buried, where it's just him buried in a coffin and he doesn't know how he got there. That I never watched. Terrible. I, I never watched it. But I'm like, oh my god, that's too weird. I mean, like I, I like I know there's like those things of like you know you can go through like an abandoned prison. Oh like, yeah. For like all night, mm-hmm. you can just spend the night mm-hmm. in like a Creepy. abandoned place yeah. or something like that. Like I find that cool. Like, you know, there's this YouTube channel I think I watched. Like, these two guys, like, they just go through abandoned buildings. Mm-hmm. And I find that so fascinating. Yeah. Just, like, they went through an abandoned movie theater and, like, an abandoned mall. And, mm-hmm. like, I find that super cool. But, yeah, I just need to find, like, people to go with. To go, But, like, that is that a thing you've done a lot? Like, haunted hayrides and I've done like, mansions and stuff like that yeah definitely done some haunted houses I'm into that like I said as long as I know people aren't going to touch me I'm cool with it it's yeah. still probably I'm sure my heart rate's like a million when I do those things <laughs> yeah. but, but it's fun I like um, there's been different places like there's a hotel in Savannah that people can stay and my our good friend Todd he and his um, he loves haunted things too and he lives down there he wins awards every year for how much he decorates his house for Halloween he's super into it but <laughs> yeah. they stayed in this hotel and savannah georgia where there was a woman that was supposedly killed and it's supposed to be very haunted and they stayed there their honeymoon night and they had some experiences really like that were very um like there have been times where people stay and they can't stay there the whole night because some crazy stuff happens so savannah's supposed to be one of the most haunted cities 
in the United States. Oh, I never so. heard that. Wow. Yeah, so. I mean, have you ever experienced anything like that while you were in Savannah or? No, I've had some cool pictures that I've taken of like orbs and stuff at night, you know, oh, like really? you can see like just kind of different stuff, but I've never had anybody, you know, like this is haunted, leave here. <laughs> you know, oh. um, <laughs> nothing like that. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> No, I, I, I like the voice you did because it was just like someone just like I could tell like that was someone like a ghost that was uncomfortable. This is haunted. Please Get in. Here. Please Super leave. Weird, yeah. This is weird. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've again. Thank you so yes. much for coming on. This is uh, it's been a blast. Uh, so much fun talking to you. I'm so glad we finally got a chance to talk. Yes. Yeah, you're so much fun to talk to. I've said it all before, but again, thank you so much. Thanks, Alex. Bye. You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast collection.